You, this has been a solid non-fail production. <laughs> you just couldn't, you couldn't hold it with the applause. This has been a solid non-fail production. Oh, Lord. <laughs> production. <laughs> it's, Wait for it. <laughs> I played with drugs in college. I played with drugs in college. There we go. That's, that's the clip for the opening. Cheers. You've stumbled on into the Tap Takeover Podcast. Welcome back to the Tap Takeover Podcast Tasting Series. Today we've got four Scotch Ales aged in barrels. First, let's put some names to the voices, give some general thoughts about what we think about Scotch Ales. So this is Jim. I'm a really big fan of Scotch Ales. I love the big malt character that comes with them. Jesus. This is Jesus. Along with Jim, I do like the malt, but I haven't had too many aged in barrels. I usually just have Founders Scotch Ale. Really big fan of that, but I'm curious to see how these taste aged in barrels. Alex? And I'm Alex. I do like the Backwoods Bastard. I'll be honest, guys. I might be the Andy and the Pumpkin episode on this one. Not a huge fan of Scotch Ales, but I'm excited to see what a barrel can do to that basic flavor, because a barrel makes it better, in my opinion, in most cases, so I can't wait to see. Andy? Uh, this is Andy, and I'm, I'm not a huge fan. I mean, I'll drink them, I enjoy them, but I won't go out of my way to purchase them. They're at an establishment or a brewery, yeah, will I get a Backwoods, you know? Would I get a Lord Lion if I was at Good City? Yes, I would. I'd, I'd purchase it. Just drink right then. I wouldn't take it home with me. Jim, tell us about the beers that we're going to be drinking today. All right. Well, we got some pretty special Scotch Ales. I think if this doesn't win some of you guys over, uh, we're just going to have to keep trying. Uh, (laughs) So first up, we have friends of the show, Ray's Grain, and their special 200th batch. I don't know if it's really an anniversary beer, but their special release for their 200th batch. It's their six-stone Scotch Ale. That's a normal flagship for them, aged in Scotch barrels. And as of this recording, that was just released about two or three weeks ago. Is that right? That is correct. Yeah, pretty fresh. And then we've got... Two, so we're going to do a little uh, side-by-side vertical here of the Good City Lord line. We've got the 2017 and the 2018 version. Again, their base Scotch Ale, aged in Scotch barrels. And then other friends of the show, Central Waters, their Scotch Ale. But this time it's aged in bourbon barrels. So a little twist there. That one I've had, and I know I like. <laughs> so I'm glad we're going to finish off with that one. But uh, it's going to be a fun experiment. Where where do we, uh, we want to start here, Andy? Starting with the number 200 here, obviously. It's very malty. It's kind of a little bready characteristic to it. For me, it's a little thin. I enjoy the Backwood Bastards more that Hazus brought up. It's more viscous mouthfeel. The barrel does lend a lot of good qualities to it. Yeah, it's definitely, you can tell that this is a regular beer put into a uh, barrel. It wasn't a special mash or brew. It wasn't designed to go into the... They just brewed what they regularly do and just put it in a barrel and see what came out. Uh, so I'm a, with Andy, it's a little thin for me. I would have loved to have seen something a little bit thicker, especially for something that's, you know, special release. For me, of course, I get the big malt. Definitely some smoke from the scotch on this one. Uh, that's one of the things you'll find uh, when the beer is aging in the scotch barrel. A lot of that smoky uh, flavor comes through. Jesus, what do you think? I went to the release party for this and I had it on tap there. And I think I told you guys that I really tasted that barrel. When I had it on tap, it was really almost boozy. I know it's it's coming in at 9.3 alcohol. When I had it on tap, it was really boozy. Um, and I don't have that right now. And I, it just came out, like you said, a few weeks ago. And So, yeah, even after just three weeks, yeah, it's, it's already kind of... Mellowed out, yeah. 
So yeah. do you think this one is cellar ageable? Do you think this is one that you could lay down in your cellar for a, a year even? Or do you think this one's pretty much ready to go? Uh, the, the brewers have aged it to perfection and this one's all set. I like it how it is now. And I think if you age it more, it's going to taste pretty similar to this. I don't. I think it fell off already. It's going to be pretty steady right now, I, th- I think. So. Yeah, I, I would agree. I, I wouldn't expect any any more flavors to produce or uh, replicate out of the barrel uh, from this over aging. I'd say I'd fall off too. I wouldn't barrel. I wouldn't cellar age it at all. For me, I was I was kind of expecting something dirtier. It's a, it's a clean beer. I was expecting a darker color and way more viscous mouthfeel to it. Yeah, I guess I was I was also expecting more smoke on this. I, I think it's coming in pretty nicely. It's not too smoky, and that's what yeah. I usually worry about. I, I'm not a big fan of the smoked porters. I'm not a big fan of the Scotch ale specifically because of that smoky flavor sometimes. I, I've just, you know, pardon the pun, but I, I've been burned before. <laughs> yeah, and, and I've had that too. There was a, uh, I believe it was an abyss that was aged in Scotch, and that thing was so smoky. It was just not really drinkable for in my estimation because I'm not really big smoked beer fan either you know i i've tried that abyss and it it was coming out really dry and what i can say about this one is it is not dry it's uh, it's very juicy to, to use a, a not you know not exactly right word but it's uh, it's coming in very drinkable uh whereas that abyss i had a lot of trouble with it well what's uh, the final verdict on this one solid non-fail for me it's not my ideal beer but uh it's it's definitely not bad and and i would definitely have another one it's drinkable like i said i i I wouldn't take it home yeah i mean it's nothing super special for me i mean it's a solid beer it's well made but yeah i'm not there's nothing in this especially for a special release that's making me say oh wow this is really good it's a little disappointing because you would think the barrel would add way more to it now but it is a good solid beer just as like a base beer it's almost like the base beer i mean is the star but it's like that barrel that you would think it just it just fell off you know, the the trouble I have is that the Batch 100, which was a, a very different beer, but uh, I really enjoyed the Batch 100. It was more my style of beer, and that was just, it was a very different beer. You know, if you want to look that one up, go ahead. It, it, it's a fantastic beer. Hopefully, we'll showcase it on the show before too long. Yeah, I don't know. This one, not too shabby. Hopefully, Batch 300 will be even better, and let's, uh, let's try these next beers, and hopefully, they're even better. All right, let's move on to the uh, Good City Lord Lion Vertical. So, here we're with the Good City Lord Lion. Line vertical series. Uh, it's a short vertical. Two years, uh, 2018 and 2017. Is that really a vertical? If it's only <laughs> yeah, two. <I> <laughs> uh, but a little side by side, just to see. You know, this is what our podcast is really what it's all about. It is aging beers and how they transform over time. It's a fun hobby for us. And so, even seeing how recipes develop over a two-year period. You know, recipes change all the time, depending on ingredients available, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and see if they make improvements to the beer. So this is a Lord Lion Scotch. This is aged in rye whiskey barrels, so I'm not going to expect a lot of smoke like we did in the Batch 200. Um, 8.8%. Alex, what do you think? I think it's pretty good. Uh, I like the barrel that they aged it in. I love a good rye barrel. It's got that little bit of spiciness to it, that little bit of sweetness. I'm trying the 2018 first, and, I, you know, I'm, I'll, I'll be honest, I enjoyed this one a little more than the Batch 200 from Ray's Grain. And I think it's because it, it's less on the smoky side and a little more on the sweet caramel kind of butterscotch flavors that you can sometimes get with that uh, that nice scotch ale. I'm liking the 2018. I have not tried the 2017 yet, but uh, let's go around the table. Uh, Andy, what did you think of the 2018? 2018 was a little lacking to the 2017, I will say. But I, you are getting those butterscotch notes from it. Um, it's not quite as viscous. 
I mean, complete side by side. I think the 2017 seems like it's a little uh, bit different recipe than the 2018. Oh man, I gotta say that 2017 yeah. is wow. That year of aging did something. That's delicious. It's either tweaking the recipe or the the, the barrel has lended itself better to the aging process in, yeah, in the, the cellar. There's so much more butterscotch flavor coming through. A lot more of that malt sweetness. I don't know if there are different rye whiskey barrels. They don't say what producer they used. There's just a lot more flavor in that 2017. Yeah, it's, it's hard to tell if the recipe did change or that actually you did something. But the, the 18, to me, still came out a little hot, just a little bit. But, man, that 17 is so mellow. But both of them have that nice malt backbone. Going with Alex here, that overall, I mean, even that 18, is, I prefer more than that batch 200. So. Well, it definitely does seem like the barrel did something. Because you can tell in the carbonation. There's a lot more carbonation in the 18 than there is the 17. Just a real thin head of carbonation on the 17. And I... I think that just means that uh, a lot of that carbonation lended itself to some of those flavors kind of uh, flowing into each other. You know, some of them falling off, some of them picking up. It's just a, a much different beer. Jim, do you think that is more due to the brewing process or the uh, the barrel aging process? I would think to the barrel aging process. So they don't also state how long they aged the beer in the barrels, uh, whether there's a time difference or it's exactly the same. Or, again, if they're different barrels, maybe there's something with the barrels themselves that just imparted different flavors. And at 8.8%, that's a pretty low barrel-aged beer. I mean, generally don't see something that low ABV just really with all the alcohol that you get just out of the barrels. Is that a time thing? So it's less in the barrel, you think? Because Batch 200 was also around that, and it was six months. No, uh, you're going to pick up most of the alcohol within a couple months. Yeah, there's going to be a little extra alcohol you're going to extract over time just because it's more deeply embedded into the wood. But you're going to really pour, pull most of that out right away, especially the leftover alcohol that's still in the barrel to keep it fresh. And it's also the type of beer. I mean, we're not talking about an imperial stout at 12%. We're talking about a scotch ale, which typically comes in, Jim, about an 8%, something like that. Yeah, uh, also known as the wee heavy. So it is generally higher ABV. So you're going to get at least uh, 7% at, at a minimum, 7 to 9% uh, for the style. So this is kind of right in there. So they must have brewed it a little bit on the lower end because you generally pick up at least a percentage just out of the alcohol in the barrel. Yeah, I guess final verdict for me on these two is 17 is just just so much better than 18 i think it's that extra year i don't think recipes change or anything it's just that mellowing out for that extra year just so smooth i think it's a great beer i'd agree with jesus on that i mean the aging barrel is just blended in to the beer completely and i think that's the best of the night so far so, so i think we got one more here boys the central waters scotch ale aged in bourbon barrels uh let's get into that next and we're back with the Central Water Scotch Ale. This is aged in bourbon barrels. This has been around for a number of years. What do you guys think? I'm curious to hear you guys' opinions on the type of barrel you. So the very first beer we used was in scotch barrels. The second beer was in rye whiskey. And the third one now is in a bourbon barrel. Do you think it's made any difference? Yes. Uh, I will tell you this is my favorite one. I love this beer. This beer is fantastic. Uh, especially... This is a beer, when it ages, it gets so much better. I've done a number of verticals with this beer, and a year to two years, it transforms into this melodious cornucopia of malts. The 
barrel falls off a bit, but you get the barrel vanilla. The base scotch in this is fantastic, and you get all those butterscotch flavors. It, it's so good. And what's a, what year is this one? Is this the 2017? Uh, 2017, yeah. I agree 100% with Jim. It's just like, it's so so smooth. It's what I thought that 200 patch was going to be, <laughs> honestly. I don't want to go back to that one. It, it is what I, I would hope that a barrel-aged scotch ale would be. Taste that base beer, and you get a little bit of that barrel. It is just so smooth. It's only one year. Yeah, it's interesting because this is aged directly in bourbon barrels. Scotch barrels are actually used bourbon barrels after they're done. <laughs> they send them over to Scotland. They put their scotch liquor into them. They're used bourbon barrels. And so there's really no difference other than it had some scotch into it. So Also, the barrel itself is no difference from the previous ones to this one right correct andy what do you think i actually agree with jim and i think this i think alex might as well too it might be the first time in the history of this podcast that we all agree with you <laughs> <laughs> no this this is the best one of the night by far for me we're all partial to bourbon barrels here on the show it, this beer is just light years ahead of the other three we tried i have bought this this is probably the only scotch ale i've ever bought and, and it's weird good. this is actually the most accessible one i would say the other ones yeah. are uh kind of hung their hat of the limited release exactly they hung their hat right but this one is like you can go out and probably find this one for a few weeks after it was released i think it's a fantastic beer super smooth even the most current one okay so again i will say not a huge fan of the scotch ale i'm also if i have to be honest i love central waters i love everything they do i love the brewer's reserve series the scotch ale is my least favorite in the brewer's reserve series you know i'd much rather have a cassian sunset a peruvian morning any of them than the the scotch ale it's even the belgian quad even the belgian quad but no honestly it's not my ideal beer like i uh, said earlier about uh, a couple of these other ones but it is it's it's very good, and I, I can see the the barrel speaking. I, I can taste the uh, the vanilla. I can taste the char. I can taste all that good bourbony stuff that we normally get out of those barrels. But the fact that it's a Scotch ale in there just takes me back a little bit. I, I'm just not a huge fan of this style. Take away the style from it. We had four today. What is your favorite so far? You know, honestly, I, I think it might still be that 2017 Lord Lion. It was just a little bit more on the sweeter end, whereas this one has a little bit more of a smoky aspect to it, just from the Scotch jail alone yeah i I think i kind of have to go with the 2017 lord lion so i i I apologize we were almost all gonna agree with jim for once (laughs) and i'm gonna have to be the contrarian i this has been a tough experiment for me andy my heart goes out to you for that pumpkin episode uh you must have been going through hell (laughs) alex Alex, you were you were much nicer than i was (laughs) (laughs) well these are much better beers (laughs) (laughs) I, i wanted to say that 2017 lord lion but it goes back to the central waters. I think that is the best beer we've had. You're right, Jim. It's like the, it's the bourbon barrel. It's that little bit extra that adds that complexity. It has that malt uh, backbone, but just that little sweetness, mellow uh, taste. It's just it's just the the better beer that we've had tonight. And for me, it's an old friend. So I'm going to always rank my old friend a little bit better than even the uh, new kid on the block. And the 2017 was a really good scotch. So, guys, how are we going to rank all these? For me, it's Central Waters Scotch, 2017, Good City, 2018, and then 200. Actually, I'm going to do this exact same ranking. So, uh, and uh, just a little variation for me. For me, it is the uh, the 2017 Good City Lord Lion, then the uh, the Central Waters Bourbon Barrel Aged Scotch Ale, then I'm going to go 2017. 
Lord Lion, and then uh, then I'm going to end with a batch 200. I'm going to be the same as Jim and Jesus. I mean, I think for all of us, though, it's kind of disappointed in Ray's Grain. The batch 200. I was expecting more out of them. Yeah, especially coming out with that 200 batch. Just a big thing for them and a miss. People so, were standing yeah. outside for a long time for that yeah. beer. I would have felt a little embarrassed to have stood outside for that beer. Thank you for joining us on this special tasting edition. I think we're all out of beer. So uh, this is Jim. Jesus. This is Alex. And Andy. This has been a solid non-fail production. There's no